So we are doing the fifth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Karma Yoga, Action in Krishna Consciousness. In the previous session, we discussed how to come out of entanglement of the laws of nature. And surprisingly, the same activity which puts us into entanglement that liberates us as well. However, the activities which lead to liberation are the activities which are done, as we saw in the previous session, only for the satisfaction of Krishna under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master. Those activities liberate us. Activities are important. And the activities, just like um, some activities only, they push a person into the prison. And good activities, they elevate him or take him out of the prison if he behaves nicely. In a similar fashion, the activities are the cause of trouble and the activities are cause of liberation as well. So here in today's verse, Lord Krishna is explaining how much entangled we are. So let us see this very beautiful shloka. Lord Krishna tells to Arjuna, Na kartritvam na karmani lokasya srijati prabhu Na karma fal sanyogam svabhavastu pravartate It means The embodied spirit, master of the city of his body, does not create activities, nor does he induce people to act, nor does he create the fruits of action. All this is enacted by the modes of material nature. Please read again. The embodied spirit, master of the city of his body. This body is compared to a city having nine gates as we saw in the previous shloka, does not create activities. We think that I am creating some activities. I am doing something. And uh, the situation or the people or the living entities, they are dependent on my actions. But we are not responsible for creating actions. The master of the city of his body does not create activities. Oh, I will change people. Here it is written, nor does he induce people to act. Neither he is creating any actions, nor he is inducing people to act. Just see this wonderful knowledge which the whole world is in ignorance of. Lord Krishna is explaining here. The embodied spirit, the spirit which is in the body, master of the city of his body, does not create activities, nor does he induce people to act. People tell, because of you I am suffering, or because of me somebody is suffering. Here it is told, it is not a fact. We don't induce anybody to act. Nor does he create the fruits of action. Oh, because of me, because of my work, such activity, this fruit has been produced. This result I have produced. He does not create the fruits of action, means he does not create the results also. He does not create activity, he does not create the result of the activity, nor does he induce anybody to act. Just see how revealing this knowledge is, how the laws are of this material world, then how all these things are happening. We see some results are being produced. If uh, I work hard, I generate some money, I increase the economy, 
or I destroy things, I do something at least, or I maintain things. But here it is told, no, all this is enacted by the modes of material nature. As Lord Krishna describes the same thing in other verse also, Prakritehi kriyamarnani gunai karmani sarvashaha ahankar vimudhatma kartaham iti manyate. Vimudhatma means extremely foolish living entity. Karta aham, I am the doer iti manyate. He thinks like that, I am the doer. But prakritehi kriyamarnani gunai karmani. Everything is happening by the modes of material nature. Srila Prabhupada explains in the purport. The living entity, as will be explained in the seventh chapter, you can read it is also there on the screen, the purport, is one in nature with the Supreme Lord, distinguished from matter, which is an other nature called inferior of the Lord. Somehow, the superior nature, the living entity, has been in contact with material nature since time immemorial. The temporary body or material dwelling place which he obtains is the cause of varieties of activities and their resultant reactions. This body is the cause of all the activities and the reactions. Living in such a conditional atmosphere, one suffers the results of the activities of the body by identifying himself in ignorance with the body. Activities are happening because of this body when the living entity starts identifying himself with the body, then he suffers or enjoys the activities. Just like if I think, oh, I'm Indian, then if Indian team wins, I become happy. Indian team loses, I become sad because I'm identifying myself with the, with the team. If I don't identify myself with the team, I will not feel happiness at all. That team wins or loses. I will not feel distressed either. So because I am identifying myself with the body, I think I am creating and I enjoy the good results, suffer from bad results. It is ignorance acquired from time immemorial that is the cause of bodily suffering and distress. As soon as the living entity becomes aloof from the activities of the body, he becomes free from the reactions as well. So how to become aloof from the activities of the body? That I will explain. Then he becomes free from the reactions as well. As long as he is in the city of body, he appears to be the master of it. But actually he is neither its proprietor nor controller of its actions and reactions. So when the living entity is being addressed as the master, it means apparent master. But actually, as long as he is in the city of body, he appears to be master of it. But actually, he is neither its proprietor nor the controller of its actions and reactions. We are neither proprietor of this body. Anytime we will be kicked out, that is called death. We are neither controller of its actions. We understand each cell of the body is controlling, being controlled by some, some forces, are being set into motion. We have no control over it. And then old age happens, we have no control over it. Death happens, we have no control over it. And similarly, so-called actions of the, of the body also, we are not the controller. We are not the proprietor of the actions or reactions also. We cannot control the actions of the body. We don't control the reactions also. Then what are we doing in this body? He simply in the midst of material ocean, 
struggling for existence. A person is there in the ocean. He's struggling very badly. That is our situation. We are lost in this material world. This is an ocean of material energy and we are spiritual energy. Just like a person, <clears throat> he is very happy on the land, but when he enters the energy of water, his situation becomes horrible. In a similar fashion, we spirit souls are happy in spiritual atmosphere, but in material world, we are simply in the midst of it, struggling for existence. We are not doing anything in this body. We are simply struggling. The waves of the ocean are tossing him and he has no control over them. His best solution is to get out of the water by transcendental Krishna consciousness that alone will save him from all turmoil. So when a person reads this, he thinks, so I am not the controller at all. I am not controlling the actions. I am not controlling the reactions. I am in the midst of oceans suffering. So uh, then uh, it means God is responsible for all the actions. Here it, clearly it is mentioned. He does not create the fruits of action. He does not induce people to act. It means whatever bad thing I do, then God is responsible for that. God is controller. Somebody is controller. I am not controller. So immediately Lord Krishna clarifies in the second verse also. Nadate kasya chitpapam nachayeva sukritam vibhuhu agyane navritam gyanam tena muhyanti jantavaha. Krishna is telling Nadate kasya chitpapam. Immediately Krishna tells nachayeva sukritam vibhu. No, 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 do not think that I am responsible for your pap, for the sins that is that you commit or the good activities that you commit. If you do not have free will at all, then what is the use of instructions which are there in the scriptures? Oh, this is very confusing. You are telling that there is no free will. I am not the controller of actions, reactions. I am simply tossing. And then you are telling Krishna is also not responsible. Then ultimately, who is responsible? Krishna tells, Agyane navritam jnanam. It is ignorance, which avritam jnanam, which covers the knowledge of the living entity. Jantavaha, and living entity is bewildered. Nor does the Supreme Spirit assume anyone's sinful or pious activities. Embodied beings, however, are bewildered because of ignorance which covers their real knowledge. So here it is explained. Uh, you can read the purport. Srila Prabhupada explains very nicely. He does not create a particular situation for any living entity. But the living entity, bewildered by ignorance, desires to be put into certain conditions of life and thereby his chain of action and reaction begins. So living entity desires, living entity, first of all, why we are telling that living entity is not the controller of actions and reactions because material nature controls all the actions and reactions. But base is the desire of the living entity. So living entity is actually acting, but he is passive actor, not the active actor. That is why it is being told living entity is not active. What does it mean passive actor? This word is used in Bhagavatam and many other places also. Passive actor means 
as many people tell no i am free uh, we are an independent nation you are dependent nation so prabhupada tells what is your independence prabhupada gives a typical example so when a prisoner would commit crime there was a standard punishment given the soldiers will take him to the water and dunk his head inside and when the person is just about to suffocate water is going to go inside his head would be pulled out and then yes you are free you can breathe and just when he has taken a couple of breaths again his head is dunked back into the water so this much freedom we have in the material world if at all we have freedom so that is why saying that thief has freedom or thief has got no freedom freedom both are correct thief has got no freedom practically because his hands and legs are completely tied little independence he is made to suffer just for few moments his head is taken out and now he is free he can breathe when his head is in water he cannot breathe at all little freedom just to breathe will be given just to breathe so is that called actually freedom no so that is why it is told by vidyapati the great poet tatal saikate vari bindu sama mit sut ramani samaje tatal saikate vari vari bindu sama when a person is lost in desert and he is very very thirsty looking for water and you give that person just a drop of water will that satisfy his thirst that is the kind of satisfaction which a person derives from mit sut ramani samaje from friends from spouse and from social interactions for which a person dedicates his entire life the happiness which he enjoys is tatal saikate vari bindu vari bindu sama a drop of water in the desert so a living entity has got very little freedom in so many species of life when he is made a uh, tree he cannot even move a bit he cannot move an inch completely tied up when he is animal then also he is completely under the laws of nature he is completely under ignorance that is why there is no law of karma for the animals also yes head out of water it means human being now we have got little freedom little freedom and this human chance if you miss then again head will be inside the water and then suffering again in so many animal species worm species bird species fish species so much suffering will continue again complete control helpless under laws of nature even now we realize we are not completely free we have so many desires eyes force us to something we don't want to do tongue forces us ears forces us all the bodily organs they are forcing us mind is forcing us so much so where is the freedom there is so much force in the body krishna asks arjuna what is that baladeva niyojita by forcefully i am dragged into sinful activities so we can understand there is force in this body this body is not free however human form of life affords little liberty this little liberty if we use for krishna consciousness dedicating all the activities to krishna then we become disentangled otherwise we remain entangled so that is why lord krishna gives solution in the next verse so we should be very very careful i am thinking yes now i have got good money good position and nice family children if at all we think it is satisfying us if at all we think that is satisfaction the situation is not going to continue 
नेक्स्ट टाइम वॉट स्पीशी वी आर क्रिएटिंग इन कलियुगा मोस्ट ऑफ अस आर क्रिएटिंग स्पीशीज ऑफ एनिमल्स और इवन लोअर देन दैट देन अगेन ऑल द फ्रीडम इज लॉस्ट देन सफरिंग विल कंटिन्यू अ डॉग हैज बीन सफरिंग द वे इट वॉज सफरिंग थाउजेंड्स ऑफ ईयर्स अगो नो चांस फॉर इम्प्रूवमेंट ह्यूमन बींग हैज गॉट चांस सो ही यूज टेक्नोलॉजी डिवेलप थिंग्स अनफॉर्चुनेटली ही डज नॉट टेक द शेल्टर ऑफ Lord Krishna's God's instructions how to solve the problems of life. Thus, despite little independence, he simply complicates the things much more. So, Lord Krishna here explains further the solution. Gyan ena tu tad agyanam yesham nashita matmana ha tesha madityavad gyanam prakashyati tatparam. When, however, one is enlightened with the knowledge. by which nescience is destroyed then his knowledge reveals everything as the sun lights up everything in the daytime but when a person is enlightened by knowledge which knowledge not some uh, material sciences but spiritual knowledge then this knowledge reveals everything just like when the sun is up then all the fear all the confusion everything is completely gone so this knowledge destroys all such problems all such entanglement of the living entity <clears throat> so what does a person do in such knowledge it is explained tad buddhayas tad atmanas tannishthas tat parayanah gachhanti apunar avrittim gyana nirdhuta kalmashah when one's intelligence mind faith and refuge are all fixed in the supreme then one becomes fully cleansed of misgivings through complete knowledge and thus proceeds straight on the path of liberation when a person gets knowledge that means knowledge about supreme then his intelligence mind faith and refuge all four things are fixed in the supreme intelligence should be fixed in the supreme is through his intelligence he is always thinking how to satisfy the supreme person how can i engage myself in his service in this way intelligence is used in krishna service <clears throat> his mind is constantly absorbed in remembering his name form past times and qualities of krishna or his associates so intelligence is absorbed in supreme mind is also absorbed in supreme faith is also absorbed in supreme some people may be engaged in krishna service may think of uh, krishna may think of chanting his name may chant his name but faith is not developed faith is not fixed then again success is not there faith is fixed but mind is not fixed again success is not there in mind and faith are fixed but intelligence is not fixed so uh, of course when a person fixes his mind perfectly intelligence other things will get fixed automatically first thing is some or the other we should engage the mind that is why deity worship is recommended uh especially for the householders who cannot engage much uh in the preaching work directly then and because there is so much sense gratification at home deity worship is very very important for the householders for others also is important but especially for the householders because contamination is so much in family life so a person should very very strictly follow deity worship at home by worshiping the deity swayam eva suratyadaha mind will automatically become fixed on the lotus feet of the deity 
and then chanting also will become very very easy so mind is fixed in that way so mind and faith are fixed but intelligence is not fixed intelligence should always be used also in service of krishna intelligence mind and faith are fixed but refuge is not fixed i have not surrendered to krishna i have not taken shelter of krishna then again the suffering continues so refuge a person should take complete tatparayana should take shelter of krishna as well obey krishna perfectly then one becomes fully cleansed of all misgivings all doubts apprehensions confusions are gone there is no confusion in life complete knowledge is there and thus he proceeds straight on the path of liberation and then what happens when intelligence mind faith and refuge are all fixed in supreme a person is completely surrendered to krishna thinking of krishna engaging in his service completely with full faith then what happens vidya vinaya sampanne so this is very important verse vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini shuni shuni chaiva shwapake cha panditasam darshinah the humble sage such a person becomes sage by virtue of true knowledge sees with equal vision a learned and gentle brahmana a cow an elephant a dog and a dog eater shuni shuni means dog shwapake means dog eater outcast they are generally outcasts in the vedic culture so we are supposed to discuss today am i a gentleman who is a gentleman what is good and what is bad so in this material world we think uh, something is good and we strive to become a good man or some position is good or oh, he is living in a good house in a good location or oh, he is uh, having a good husband good wife he is having a good job good business he is having a good body and we are willing to attain such good things in life however pandita what is pandita a person who has got such transcendental knowledge which destroys one's entanglement so how the entanglement is destroyed then a person sees with equal vision shuni chaiva shapake chaiva whether he is seeing a brahmana or he is seeing an elephant he is seeing a cow he is seeing a dog or a person who eats dogs he sees all of them with equal vision shila prabhupada explains a krishna conscious person does not make any distinction between species or castes the brahmana and outcast may be different from the social point of view or a dog a cow or an elephant may be different from the point of view of species species but these differences of body are meaningless from the view point of a learned transcendentalist <clears throat> this is due to their relationship to the supreme for the supreme lord by his plenary portion as parmatma is present in everyone's heart such an understanding of the supreme is real knowledge so it is told in shrimad bhagavatam shwa vidvara hostra karaye samstuta purusha pashu नायत कर्ण पथो पेथो जातु नाम गदाग्रज इफ अ पर्सन प्रेजेस एनी बडी हु डज नॉट टेक इंटरेस्ट नायत कर्ण पथो पेथो 
in whose ears krishna katha does not fall who is not interested in hearing krishna katha and if somebody praises that person those people are compared to shavidvara hoshtakaray shwa means again dog vidvaraha means stool eating pig ushtra means camel and khara means as so if i am praising anybody in this material world that that person has done very nicely he is very noble he is gentle he is very kind that noble person that gentleman has he got some taste for hearing krishna katha if he is not having krishna katha then he is also animal and we are also animal it is being told anybody who does not have interest in hearing krishna katha he is on animal platform and animal can be praised only by another animal oh that person is securing very nice marks has he got some taste for hearing krishna katha and if i have got some respect for that person if i am having praises for that person then bhagavatam tells shwa vidvara hoshta kharaye we are in one of the categories either we are like a dog or either we are like a stool eating pig or we are like camel or we are like shwa vidvara ushtra khara we are like as one of these categories so in short anybody who is not having taste of krishna consciousness he is considered an animal because we saw here in the previous verse a person has got not a person a soul has got no control over the activities of this body of his body he is just a passive worker if i have got the body of a pig i would be forced to eat stool i do not have choice either i would eat stool or i would not eat stool a prisoner whose head is taken out of water either he can breathe or he can not breathe very little freedom is given means he would be forced to breathe or he would be forced to eat stool he cannot have very tasty dishes he is totally controlled by the nature so in a similar fashion any person who is not krishna conscious he is completely almost completely under the control of nature so they are simply wearing different dresses and because of ignorance a person thinks i am pig as soon as the soul thinks i am pig then he is forced by the nature to live in the drain you pull the pig out of drain put him in clear waters again he will rush back to the drain the nature forces him to lean in to live in unclean waters in a similar fashion cow would be forced to eat grass only a dog will be forced to lick bone only in a similar fashion i have got body of a man i will be forced to get attracted towards a woman got body of a woman forced to get attracted towards a man in this way we are simply passive workers we can choose to breathe or not to breathe that's it very very little freedom we have got but if a person is krishna conscious then then yes he has got freedom the more he becomes krishna conscious the greater freedom he experiences in life otherwise it is only madness just like a person wears the dress of a lion and then he starts behaving like lion somebody is having the dress of a horse he starts behaving like a horse so shall we tell oh just see such a nice uh, such powerful creature or somebody wears the dress of uh, uh let's say politician or a big leader so we'll tell oh just see such nice hard work that person has done no simply dress he has got 
some dresses are designed to behave nicely some dresses are not designed to behave nicely the dresses which are not behaving nicely now will behave nicely tomorrow the dresses which are nice now will not behave nicely tomorrow in course of material nature since are bound to happen since are part of this material nature's activities so that is why brahma becomes ant and becomes brahma in this way chakravat parivartante sukhani cha dukhani cha sometimes the living entity goes high and becomes a demigod again he becomes worm of the stool in this way different species of life he keeps on rotating himself what is good today will become bad tomorrow they are helpless so if you see people behaving like the dresses they are wearing you will call all of them mad people oh, what is this society they are thinking that they are the dresses in a similar fashion if we have got praise for anybody oh this person is nice this person is bad chaitanya charitamrita says dvaite bhadra bhadra gyan ei sab mano dharma it is only mental concoction what is good and what is bad for everybody there is different uh, thing which is good the same thing which is good for pig's body will be bad for our body which is good for our body would be bad for pig's body therefore it is only mental concoction just like in dream you are thinking oh this is very nice sweet oh this is very bitter this is not a good taste that is all mental concoction similarly chaitanya charitamrita mentions here also dvaite the duality that we feel this is good and this is bad it is all mano dharma ei bhalo ei manda thus saying this thing good and this is bad it is a mistake if anybody is telling in this material world this is good and this is bad chaitanya charitamrita mentions it is a mistake ei bhalo ei manda ei sab bhrama bhrama means mistake so that is why sometimes uh, many people request us and recently also a couple of days ago i got request from one devotee uh, looks like he is not keeping good health so he was praying prabhu can you please pray for me for my good health at this thing is hindering my krishna consciousness so he's a good devotee very sincere devotee maybe uh, he is hearing also this lecture uh, but otherwise some people are not so advanced devotees they don't pray for good health for krishna consciousness but so that they can become happy please pray for my father please pray for my mother pray for my whatever xyz and they pray they think that they are suffering now because of bad health so i want good health so we should understand this goodness and badness if anybody thinks this thing is good this situation is good or this situation is not good it is all illusion it is a mistake to tell like that the so called bad thing especially when we suffer in this life these sufferings are very very good because unless somebody suffers how shall he surrender to krishna that is why the devtas don't easily surrender to krishna there is lot of comfort their head is out of water for some time they will not surrender so when a person suffers then he surrenders to krishna very very easily mainly people come to krishna only when they are in distress or having some kind of distress in the life so that is why distress is so good a person in great material opulence has never surrender to krishna Okay, so what about Krishna consciousness? I am suffering, but I am praying. 
that prabhu please pray to krishna because my krishna consciousness i am not able to chant properly engage in krishna service so much time is getting wasted so uh, if you have asked anybody any of us for such prayers please do not feel bad we all go through that stage you know when we are in bodily concept we think i am suffering prabhu please help me that is all right but if you want to advance in spiritual life then that is not all right so that is why i i educated that devotee please never never engage krishna in material benefit so if at all i want to improve my krishna consciousness why am i praying for improvement of my health immediately you can improve when you are having bad health you can immediately improve your krishna consciousness by thanking krishna whenever had is whenever our health is bad we should thank krishna krishna thank you very much for taking me through this purification but i have one request this thing is very much troublesome for me so please whatever uh, i i am suffering i know it is due to me because of my karma but please let me not forget your lotus feet and thank you very much for this purification for this suffering which i have got so shrimad bhagavatam mentions tatte nukampam susamikshmano bhunjan evatma kritam vipakam and we can see in the uh, instance of great devotees prabhupada mentions the pure devotees do realize this prabhupada's business was poised to become very very wonderful Uh, but then suddenly it started collapsing so prabhupada tells by krishna's mercy by business also was not going well it started collapsing so all the devotees they see material reversals as great mercy of krishna so it is told tatte anukampam susamikshmano when a person thinks this is anukampa this is krishna's mercy whenever he suffers in life hridvag vapurbhir vidadan namaste and with hrid hrid means heart vag means uh, speech and vapu means body with his speech with his body with his heart he offers obeisances he thanks krishna he offers respects to krishna for such suffering in his life jeevir mukti pade sadaya bhak then liberation becomes his rightful inheritance mukti pade lotus feet of krishna devotional service he gets automatically very easily by this mentality so we have to understand krishna is our well wisher whatever suffering we have in life these sufferings purify our heart just like electric shocks they are troublesome but they purify a person of madness in a similar fashion the material suffering it purifies our heart uh of lust and greed ultimately the why a person is kept in jail because of lust and greed so this whatever sufferings we have in life these sufferings are very very good so we have got two projects one project is external project we all have to engage in service of krishna without that there is no spiritual life so we have to either you can construct krishna's temple that is one project build a big community those who are full time missionaries they can think like that how to take this knowledge across the globe this is one external project how to make so many devotees do very nice propaganda preach to many people and uh, there is internal project what is that thing that is my purification how much uh, i am advancing in my krishna consciousness so when body is healthy i am having good resources i can work on external projects that is preaching when my mind and body is not so good and i am not having enough resources also we can work on internal project we can develop 
equanimity in disturbing situations we can develop dependence upon krishna we can please krishna by thanking for all the miseries that krishna has given to us we can increase our dependence upon krishna we can increase our detachment from the material world how bad place it is just see so much planning i have done for happiness till i am suffering i don't want to come here thus it is told in bhagavad gita or bhagavatam that this birth death old age and disease these things are impetus for a devotee to surrender to krishna so these things are very very good always welcomed by a devotee and another thing is you know we are very uh, eager to have mercy from krishna so that we can come out of sufferings but we don't want to obey krishna so if a prisoner is praying please please take me out of the prison take me out of this dark cell i am suffering here and then the king asks so you will follow me now no no i will not follow <laughs> then do you think the prayers of such a person will be entertained so there is no use nobody will pray for such a person if that person also prays his prayers will not be entertained yes he can pray that uh, i will follow he can pray to king that i will follow your instructions and try to follow then that prayer would be listened to so we are suffering in this material world and krishna has given solution for the suffering shila prabhu patels people are very very eager whenever they come to saintly people uh, that uh, please bless me they want blessings they want mercy but how these blessings and mercy enter our body shila prabhu patels devotees do not know so prabhupad writes in bhagavatam one of the purports the blessings of a saintly person the mercy of a saintly person enters our body through our ears so it is the instruction actually which is the blessing this people do not realize they think something will happen some energy will flow into me and all these things this is for foolish people so some foolish people who want to cheat you yes they may give you some material benefits some sadhus but they are not changing your destiny simply the money was there in your account this is they simply have taken it out now from future they have given you now but they cannot solve your sufferings the devtas also do like that the results we get by worshiping the devta simply happiness was destined for future i have got it now otherwise devtas cannot bring us anything which is not in there which is not there in our destiny so in a similar fashion the actual sadhu he does not does this change of karma unnecessarily so the real instructions arjuna what instruction was what mercy happened on arjuna the instructions given by krishna how to come out of this material world people don't have any clue i am not the body don't have clue about the actual situation the eternal happiness so these instructions are the mercy so prabhupada tells philosophy is important but practical application of philosophy is more important so if somebody is not participating in the regular temple affairs getting up early 4 o'clock in the brahm murta doing the morning chanting hearing bhagavatam class engaging in service of krishna preaching all these instructions so many do's and don'ts are there so if the person is not following rules and regulations but uh, he is reading so many books he is hearing philosophy that will have no effect it will have no effect in the sense it will take it has effect everything has effect but it would take a very very long time so by hearing philosophy we should be very very eager to know the rules and regulations that is the meaning of disciple disciple means discipline prabhupatels nobody has become happy without being disciplined 
and nobody can be disciplined without being a disciple so disciple means disciplined when he follows discipline he becomes happy without discipline there is no happiness in life so if i am my happiness my disentanglement directly depends upon how much eager i am to put do's and don'ts the rules and regulations in my life whole philosophy is to make a person follow the do's and don'ts that is called sadhana bhakti the practical practice we have to do to come out to come out of this illusion come out of this disease to come out of disease we have some practical steps we take something avoid something do some exercise in a similar fashion we have to take practical steps we have to change our lifestyle our routine and that is the actual mercy of the spiritual master his instructions so i am not following the instructions completely still i am uh, praying or i am requesting some prayers that is not going to be effective that is cheating i am not surrendering i don't want to follow krishna perfectly but i want to relieve then that is cheating however a devotee knows anything any situation i am every situation can be used in the service of krishna perfectly there is nothing unfavorable for a devotee as i told if you are in positive situation use that thing in the service of krishna if you are not in a favorable situation use that thing for internal purification so either of these two projects a person can always successfully do internal purification and preaching that's it just like the typical example is there of a sage i have given earlier also so the sage went and he met four people and all the four people he gave different benedictions what were the benedictions prabhupat so all the instances whatever prabhupat tells it is so beautiful so i request all of you please hear shri prabhupat lectures every day so prabhupat tells this sage went to rajaputraka rajaputraka means the son of a king a prince and to the prince he told chiranjeeva you have a very very long life oh that is very good benediction we all expect that saints will bless us to have a long life and then he went to brahmanputra the son of a brahmana what benediction he offered he told majiva you don't live you die immediately oh my god what is this king son has got such a benediction that you have a very long life and brahmana who is so pure his son got benediction you die immediately you do not live what is this benediction it is curse and then he goes to third person butcher to butcher he gives benediction ma jeeva ma mara you do not live you do not die oh what does it mean and then he went to fourth person a devotee and he told either you live or you die so what does it mean so the king's son now he has got all opulences and comforts and that situation is considered a good situation we all aspire to have that situation you know when marriages happen people ride on horseback like kings and wear dress themselves like king we all want to become king but the king's son because of so many opulences indulge in all sinful activities enjoying sensual pleasures drinking wine and all such unmentionable things so in this life you are enjoying because of past karma but future you are going to hell and suffer like anything so may you have a long life because you can enjoy more after this your life is miserable so may you have a long life enjoy whatever is there and then the brahman putra he has done so much tapasya in gurukul already that if he dies now immediately he would be liberated so there is no need for him to continue to suffer here so that is why death now soul is 
full of unlimited happiness unlimited pleasure unlimited opulences this body is the only problem that we have and by tapasya he has made the best use of body no need to suffer any more in this body do tapasya so we need not do tapasya in a liberated platform so let him become liberated immediately so that is why apparent bad blessing or a curse for a brahmana is actually good for brahman putra ka if he dies immediately and butcher butcher situation is very very horrible because he has done so much killing he is going to become killed ruthlessly mercilessly for so many lives and he'll go to hell also so he, he cannot tell him that you die immediately because as soon as he dies his next situation is going to be very very horrible and he cannot tell him to continue living also because every moment he is living he is again killing animals so he is implicating himself all the more so that is why his life is horrible now because he is creating future bad karma and future is also very horrible because he has to suffer the results of the bad karma so that is why either you you don't live and you don't die both things are horrible for you this life also you are creating future suffering future anyway is horrible and the life of a devotee either you live or you die now you are engaged in krishna service here and you are completely unaffected by the laws of nature you are completely disentangled liberated and when you leave this body you will continue the same service so you are liberated now also you will be liberated outside this body also so whatever you wish you do that was ram rajya the death would come only to those who want to die because now they are serving ram after death also they would serve ram only so that is why death was optional in ram rajya <coughs> only to those who want it will come otherwise death also will not come <coughs> so that is why we should give up the conception that something is good and something is bad so called bad things can be good so called good thing can be bad in this material world so please give up the concept anybody is a gentleman anybody is good in this material world the dresses are good some dresses appear to be polite well behaved nice gentle some dresses appear to be animalistic or that of animals because people think they are the dresses they are behaving like that helplessly there is no need to praise there is no need to just like a madman wearing the dress of a doctor we will not praise oh he has become doctor everyone is a madman who is thinking they are the body so who is a gentleman a person who 100% surrenders to krishna it is very simple to understand who is not a criminal who is a gentleman who 100% obeys the king or the laws of government in a similar fashion when we 100% surrender to krishna without any hesitation krishna or his representative i should be willing to stop any activity if my guru comes and tells stop it i would be i should be willing to start any activity if krishna or spiritual master comes and tells you start even though i may not like it that is called complete surrender living every moment as per the direction then we are a gentleman so thus this uh, these instructions of bhagavad gita are so very nice so this is the vision we should have not see the difference of the dresses but we should see the spirit soul trapped within the within every dress which is completely full of eternal life knowledge and happiness but because of ignorance thinks i am the body and is suffering thus